So Parakei helps us to understand Parakei Helps us to understand who, why must it be that that Am Yisrael is going to return to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Why must that happen? And why is it that, as we learned in the last parak, that the pnimius, the pnimius of all Hatoi Yisrael, of all of our sins, that the pnimius lies a desperate longing to be closer to the Bari Olam. And how the the young, the new generation ultimately will understand where all of their anger was coming from, where the chutzpah was coming from. And other rabbis will have a taina, how come the parents, how come do you didn't teach us more? Why didn't you tell us about Yiddishkeit? Why didn't you teach us? And how the longing for the return to Yerushalayim, the return to Yisrael, the feeling of Vayamasu, that feeling that we were still suffering from, from the Miraglam, of being distant from Yisrael, that that was being overcome, and that Am and that Yisrael was coming back. And Am Yisrael is returning. But it was not yet clear how that's connected to Torah Mitzvahs. But it's becoming clear. So in Parakei, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe begins, Gul as Yisrael titochen lavai ba'ifanim shayim. Gul as Yisrael, the redemption of Yisrael, can take place in a number of ways. Titochen lavai ba'ifanim shayim. Echad mitzad tzidkas Yisrael. Of course, the ideal would be wonderful. Because if Geula comes because of tzidkas Yisrael, because of our worthiness, our righteousness, Shem zoichem ezele Geula. We're zoichem, that we be zoichem for Geula. V'hasheni mitzad milui rishas ha-goyim. Another way of Geula is that HaKash Baruch Hu has had it with the Goyim. He's had it with the riches of the Goyim. That's another way. I find many, many places in this one they talk about how Darshan and Psukim to show how we, we, we so much would rather that the Gula comes as a result of our worthiness just as opposed to just more like a consolation prize because the rest of the world has been so miserable and so terrible that Ke'ilu, by default, the Gula comes. That's not El Chachil. Vashlishi, Humitzad Shneim Ke'echad. The third way of Gula is Shneim Ke'echad. What does that mean, Shneim Ke'echad? That they're both of these things. On the one hand, the worthiness although not the absolute, complete worthiness of Am Yisrael in a revealed and open way. And certainly the Rishas HaGoyim, Mr. Yaakov Moshe, was writing this before the Holocaust. And in the Gula that's going to happen, it will be revealed. That all of the avoynas, the all of the kishlanas, the averus, she yisrael bo ach verak mitzad 
Gardel hachipus v'habikush achir Hashem. That all of the Averis and all of our failures are the result of the great search, the great bikush, and the great longing and search for Hashem. Shemitorich shehem yoidim shekol chayim enim elachai his yachadusim hamelch b'misibai. Since deep inside, every Jew knows that life is only worth is only worthwhile. Life is only a life when it's together with the king. Chayis Yachdus being together with the king Bimisibai at his banquet, so to speak. And a Jew cannot find any true cannot find any true fulfillment, joy, and pleasure. Other than this. And therefore, they remain silent. And Mavligim Haim, they hold back. Al they to cover up all of the misery. And they prefer, and it's Noach Lahem to, to go through all of the Yisurim, all of the suffering of the world. Only for the sake of being able to be misyachet, to be with Hashem. And the Moyes, Boich means they're disgusted with it, don't want, reject. Any schar, any reward. Gam oilam hazev, gam oilam haba. Not of this world and nor the next world. Einam shavim bishvilam, are not worth anything. Mili bishamayim vimchalei chafatsi ba'arts. All a Jew wants, there's nothing in this world, there's nothing in the higher world. All, all, all a Jew wants is a Kadashbaru. Umitarik zehim avakshim es Hashem. And because of this, the mavakshim es Hashem. Umachabsim ona va'ona. And they're searching here and there, everywhere. Where is he? So Rabbi Yaakov Meish is explaining something that, that's discussed at great length in the Svar Makedashim. That all of, and Rav Kook, his Rabbi speaks about this a lot, that all of the, all of the rishas, all of the Averis, all of the unbelievable chutzpah that we see at the end of time by Ikvis of the Meshichah, That we never saw, we never saw such, such riches in the past. That all of this is the result of Am Yisrael's search for Kaddish Baruch Hu. Chapsim We're looking here and we're looking there. We want to be misyached in, in Hamelach. We're looking for that ultimate experience of Yichud Im Hashem. Uh, <clears throat> there was an old song by the, that, that was popular when I was many years younger. And it was, if you can't be with the, the one you love, love the one you're with. So there's this horrible feeling of if you can't be with the one you love, which is the Bari Olam. Because when Mechapsim Anava then instead what happens is that Am Yisrael is giving herself over to all different to all different substitutes for what they're really looking for. What they're really looking for is Ayyemakam Kavaida. They can't find it. 
And he explains, by way of this search for the ultimate meaning of life, which of course I could borrow. They get fablonged, they get lost in strange things. You know, the, I read someplace that the Chabad Shliach, like in Tibet, they have a Seder for like 10,000 Jews or something. I don't know what the number is crazy, thousands of Jews. He makes a Seder for Israelis over there. But you have thousands and thousands of soldiers after, after they finish, so they have like a big chofesh. And uh, they're running to look for a place. They're going to... You can understand they would go to Disney World. <laughs> go to Tibet. And they're looking for these, for these experiences in, in Ruchnius. It's, of course it's all with news and preachers, but they're looking for Ruchnius. And over there they, they end up having a Seder. They couldn't, couldn't catch this Chavra by a Seder back home. And they're sitting someplace there, surrounded by a Vodazara. And they're, and, they're, and they're having a say there. So what happens is that Davke Mitoich HaChipus Hazeh is Davke Mitoich HaChipus that is Davke by way of this searching for the ultimate connection. Now one finds the ultimate connection he thinks with his girlfriend. The other one finds the ultimate connection with his boyfriend. The other one finds the ultimate connection with Khalilah, whatever it is art. This one has the ultimate connection with art, with music, or whatever it is. But the ultimate connection is what a Jew is looking for. And mitoch that chipus and that bikush, they make mistakes. Toim lefamim bedrachim shaynes. Fablanjit. Get off to different places, go off. Torim poivisham. They go to visit, to seek out poivisham. Lamala, Lamata. Lamala means maybe Lamala says they look for spiritual experiences. So they might like for the, they might look for something uh, transcendent, something higher, something bigger than their lives, and they could end up in all kinds of Eastern religions of Azores, whatever it might be, or people that are looking that they end up uh, Jews for Jesus, Hashem Yirachem, all of these things. They're looking for something spiritual. That's Lamala. Ulamata, and there are others who conduct the search for fulfillment, for meaning, and things that are that are not lamala. Things that are lamata. Kolapachas avadizaros. There's a chshivas to avadizaros. The person is an oivei. Abchasel Levinstein spoke about this once in one of the shmuzim. It's printed in in his form in Oyecheskel. So Abchasel talks about how you see that by the kadmonim. Lamashli says Nimrod. He talks there about Nimrod. So Nimrod was Nimrod was uh, Chazal tells Nimrod had a, 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 a religious discussion with Avram Avinu, and and, Avram, and he, he so it went something like this: that Nimrod was saying that the sun is God. So Avram Avinu said, but the clouds cover the sun. So Nimrod said, it's a good point, and he began to worship the clouds. And then Avraham said, but then the wind comes and the clouds are dispersed. The wind is stronger than the clouds. So the Nimrod says, it's a good point. And Nimrod began to worship the wind and so on. 
So Reb Chaska writes over there, so we look at a medrash like this and we think that the guy's a total idiot. He's a total idiot. He worships the sun. There are other things there too, I'm just making it short. He worships the sun, the clouds cover the sun, he worships the clouds, the wind blows the clouds, he worships the wind. So we look at, we look at, uh, so, so Reb Chaska says we think that Nimrod was some kind of, uh, some kind of an idiot. A cow. So he writes there, Haskell's absolutely the opposite. He said that Nimrod was an oivet. At some he was an oivet. And he understood that life without avoida pnimis is worthless. He was an oivet. He couldn't conceive of living without avoida. Without worship. Worship. Avoida. Strong avoida. The mentor is not going into all the protim of their philosophical discussions. But whatever happened that convinced Nimrod that there's something stronger than this, there's something that's real, so then he shifted the focus of his avoider to whatever that was. But Abchazka says, but look at us. We're not Bechlal, not Oivdim. And here we are the ones who left in the world who claim to know the truth, the absolute truth, which is the Bari Oilam. And we say the Animamans every day. And we keep Torah Mitzvahs and we learn Torah. And he says, and Nimrod was a bigger Ivan than we are. He said, there weren't small people, the Kadmonim, there were big people. If you look at the crazy, he's take the kids and, and, and sacrifice their children. He says, that's a small thing? It's a big thing. So you, the Torah says, oh, they don't really care for their children. That's not, that's not true. They care for their children. They were Ivan. The Ba'etzim, they were Ivan, Abhazel says. And this Indian of Avaida is something that's lost upon, to a much larger extent, it's lost upon the world. Avaida. When there was Avaida Zara, there was a Ruach of tremendous, tremendous Ruchnius in the world. Rav Kook writes a lot about that in his Maimur Idea, the Shteha Ideos, the Idea Lokis. There was tremendous, tremendous search for the truth. The people, there were people that were Anshe Emmas. And when they saw the truth, when Nimrod was convinced, philosophically, whatever it was, how he was convinced, that this is true, and that the wind is, is the Malachaychus Kulam, so then Nimrod gave himself over completely to Elohei Aruchais, to the god of the winds. He gave himself over completely. Not like we do that, if it's a half-hour Shemun it's a half-hour Shachas, it ruined my whole day. It's supposed to be 28 minutes. And that, or there was, he thought there wasn't going to be a Tachnan. As you test kiss life, you thought they're not going to say Tachni. Like I had in the shul, the guys were all upset. Truth is, I don't say Tachni test kiss life, but I made it believe that I did because I don't, I didn't make this shul. It's not, it's not a Lubavitcher shul, so I, I, I don't say, but I don't say Tachni. But the guys, like the, afterwards, I had the four or five guys come over and say, you said Tachni? So I so what, said, what's, what's upsetting? What's hurting you? You're afraid that the Baltani is insulted? You're afraid that Mizrit Shemagid, the Balhilula is hurt? Or maybe it's just... Life is better with less tachnus. Let's just talk, you know, between us. You can have a Jew that will go travel 20 minutes to come to the shul. They're not saying tachnus. <laughs> and then we look at these stories and we see about Nimrod. And we say, guy's an idiot. He's worshipping the clouds. He was an oivet. He was an oivet. He gave his life over to it. He didn't have to, he didn't have to skip shachas minchamar. Me oivet I have students that, that, that grew up in the old days in, in Iran and Persia. 
and they, were, they told me that it would come time for Mincha, whatever they do over there, you know, they have five fields when it comes to davening, the whole place, the whole country is like, they're on the floor. Everybody puts out their shmata, and they davened. He says, you wouldn't believe it. Not only that, the kids told me that the store owners walk out of their stores. No one, locks their, no one lock, would lock their businesses. There wasn't a musag that even the lowest, lowest ganav would go into a store during the time when they played the thing to go down. They told this is what they saw the growing up. Millions of people going to down. Just go into this shul, into your regular shul, you go down and try to get somebody to down. Try to get two or three people just to say the words. You have to have a whole lecture on tefillah. Maybe I'll dive in a little bit. It's a small thing. The, the avoider. So we see that <coughs> Rabbi Yaakov Meishu says the limud He says, "You see, tarim paivisham l'malu l'mata." Jews are looking. Some are looking in higher places for God, and some are looking in lower places for God. But the common denominator is that they're looking everywhere. Jews are looking. Jews are looking. Some are some are looking for it in business. People are looking for it in relationships. This is going to be the love story of the of the century. They're looking for that in a relationship. But the question that everybody's really, really asking is, where's the Bari Eilam? That's what everybody's asking. But this Lomalu Lomata. And then there are those Jews that when they don't find God, to paraphrase that would be, we might as well live it up in this world. Let's go and have Hanoah from this world. Who said that? You know who said that? Who remembers? That's a specific person. Who said that? That was the Lashon of Acher used that. Elisha ben After he heard the Baskal. The Baskal said, So his response to that was, If the next world I don't have, if everything's fulfilled, and if God doesn't want me, then I might as well enjoy myself, love the one you're with. I might as well have a blessed in this world. That pretty much sums up human history. Well, there was a Jewish philosopher who once put it a different way. He said that ever since Adam was kicked out of Gan Eden, human beings tried to make their own Gan Eden at the top of God. He can't stay. You made a Ganadin, you had a Ganadin, and he told us to leave, so we'll make our own Ganadin, and then you leave. Benkach Benkach, the Mitzias is. I'm going to make my own Ganadin. If I can't have the ultimate Ganadin, the ultimate Ganadin is Yichud Hashem, is together with the king, is being with the Baruch Hu. That's the ultimate Ganadin. I haven't found God. I don't know, I don't know where he is or who he is. I don't know anything about that. So the, the, the only choice is, for the many people, the only choice is, Nezel Nesani Me'al I might as well have Ganadin in my, at work, or have Ganadin with my girlfriend, or I'll have Ganadin with my kids, I'll have Ganadin with my wife. I'm just a Ganadin something. I have to have a Ganadin. But it's not with a Kajaburo. Because I didn't find him. Okay, how hard did you look? But, I, but, but everybody's looking. 
I might as well enjoy this world. If I can't have the other world, I might as well enjoy this world. That machshava plays into our into our subconscious in a very strong way. That's we see after a person Nabuch doesn't abed avera, so then the Indian of avera gerevas avera is that really is nezam nesani. The avera the avera had some pleasure from b'shas ma'isa. Anyway, now God hates me because I did the avera. The pleasure the pleasure of uh, of the avera I, I felt, so I might as well have that because I'm not going to have I love, I'm not going to have the because the Bereshim hates me, so I'm not going to have it. I, or, or to put it in a more halachic way, I, I, I was once coming with a friend of mine, we came late to a chasna, and we hadn't eaten all day, we were together someplace, we hadn't eaten all day, and we were just coming, and there's a place where they have a good smorgasbord. And we came, we were just coming to the smorgasbord, and, and, uh, and it was Mariv, just like we're about to get Mariv, and I don't remember what, but it was looked like, you know, maybe there wouldn't be another Marv, it would be a problem, because we also had to leave it. So, I, so you know, I, what's there to do? So I start taking my guard, you know, it's Marv. And my friend looks at me, he says, he says to me, Moshe, this is like the time of Bechira, right? Because <laughs> he says, it's Moshe, you know, that I'm going to have a Hanor from the spare ribs, the Zicha, Vadai, that I'm going to have any kavana by Marv, by me as a great Sophic is a big Sophic. <laughs> I learned in Chaydez, ain't Sophic Moitzim Devadai. So, Halach, ain't Sophic Moitzim Devadai. You go down to Marv, I'm having this spare. He says, I'll worry about it later. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Perhaps I'll, I'll find something. You, I'm having this. It was just with the plate, you know? <laughs> just about to put the fork in. Ain't Sophic Moitzim Devadai. So there's such a there's such a machshava that a person has after the aver. The aveira vadevs hanov. What's going to be with me in the Baruch Shalom is a big sofik by me. It ain't sofik by me. Love the one you're with. <clears throat> but the chippus, the bikus, is on the on the ayin become kavod. All the crookedness, all the mistakes, all the corruption. From this unbelievable drisha, this longing for Kaddish Baruch Hu. They, they, they once made a, 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 a survey or something. I don't, I don't remember, I saw this. They were asking all over, all over, they asked a survey. Who are the most influential, like the, the three most influential people in history? This goes back a long time, like 25, 30 years, but they made such a thing. It was one of them, like a Time magazine, so I don't remember where. So it came out that it was, it came out that it was Moses, Moses, Moses and Jesus, and Karl Marx. That's a Muslim. No? Three Jews. It's a Muslim. It's a, a nice Muslim. Moshe Veno, we go to the mikveh, and then Yashka and Karl Marx, the three most influential people in history. Because Michael Jordan's not on the thing. I don't know, everybody has their own tastes and who should be on that list. But this was like a big survey, a big study that was taken. The three most influential people in history. 
so what did those three have in common? I am a kind there's no question. They were big of them. Moshe Rabbeinu Havdil was Eved Hashem. The other two, Karl Marx was an Eved, was an Eved Nabuch. He was an Eved to High Alma, to, to his utopian dream of an economy that would be fair to everybody. It's a svar. And, <clears throat> and Yoshke. So also an Eved. He was a big Baltaira, but he also, he also had Chalaymas. Big Chalaymas. <coughs> the three of them have them from Kaddish to Tavim, but the three were Eved'im. And they were Jews. Because the essence of a Jew is the question of Ayyei Mekam Marx found it in, in money. But the question is the question of Ayyei Mekam It comes from that Jerisha. Harimit Sido Yisbarach Enal Yisrael Shump Gam Bechet Klal. Only the Rabbani Shalom knows Mitzido. That really, on a deeper level, there's no pagam, there's no chait by the Jewish people. By Jew, there's no pagam and chait, really, on a deeper level. Can I call Bola Hamitzada Nihiro Hamuchlatis Lias Misyachte Mimai? Because everything is coming from this great current, this great longing, this absolute longing. Lias Misyachadim Imai, to be with him. Vim omnam mitarze, and of course, mitarze as a result of this longing and the difficulty in finding Hashem. Mislach lechem heim belechluchei hamavu eisafelim. They become filthy with the filth of the dark alleyways of this world. Shatoyim, the next page. Shatoyim shama that we end up dragging over there to these places, to these disgusting alleyways. Mr. Kadmonim never could have imagined that a person can live in one place, he never has to leave his house, and he can have a computer and to go find every disgusting alleyway on earth. Every, every disgusting back street in the world you can find on the computer. You don't have to even travel. So every Jew is searching for the Baruch Shalom, but, but you don't know how to find the, that site, and then it comes up, all the other sites. I had a, uh, there was a woman yesterday that I was talking to, well, I know from a long time back, I haven't smoked in many years, and um, she became a Balashuva. She was an actress. I mean, she was like a very successful actress. And uh, she did things on Broadway and stuff like that. Beautiful, beautiful woman, very successful actress, and a Khashoggi person. And she became Balashuva when she was like uh, 35, something like that, in her 30s. And uh, they used to give some classes many years ago on the west side to, the, to some Balashuva. And, uh, and she was really, really, really strong in her Yiddishkeit. And this was a person who, before she became from, every single uh, week she had a different uh, boyfriend and she was going here and going there, on of on. And um, I hadn't spoken to her many years. And because somebody met her and said, oh, you know, you're from Woodmere. So then I, uh, and, and and this person gave me the phone number. I understood that, that she would have liked the answer. So I gave her a call. So 
I, I, I asked her, Evelyn, how are you? It's been a long time. And she said that, I used to, just like I said, how are you? She said, how am I? I'm married to a guy. That's what she said. I said, you don't sound too happy about it. She said, he's a good guy. At least I'm not alone. That's what she said to me. She said, Rabbi, I, I tried, I tried, like all these different Jewish things, like, I tried Jewish guys, whatever. Anav, anav. Lamala, lamata. So she had this need. Why did she give the phone number to this person? I should call her. So I said, I, I got into a conversation with her. I said, she said to me that I haven't been able to come to terms with it. I really, I'm, I'm already married, she said, for like 15 years. I haven't come to terms with it. Such an Indian by a Jew. I was talking to my wife about this because she knows her. And I said, Maybe you want to stop by? You want to come over? My wife would love to see you. I'd love to see you. Kids, she knew the kids when they were little. Come by. She said, No, I just wanted to say hi and to wish you a happy Hanukkah. No. So, so he was a person who was a big Mavakeshis. And, and it wasn't working out for her. She was already... She was, so she left the whole Broadway scene. She, she wasn't going to any parties. She dropped all these guys. She was sharing some apartment, you know, on the west side with a, with a girl. And at some point she says, this must be, you know, I can't do it anymore. It's enough. My search for God has ended. But it didn't. It didn't end. It never ends. There's no such thing. It never ends. So the shmutz, the filth that we pick up while we get lost on the side streets. It doesn't come from the chayka elya, meaning from the higher, from that higher reality of who we the MS are. Because in that place, in the highest shorish of who we are, there it's clear, it's obvious. The depths of Amisel's longing, of, of the person's longing. And in that respect, we still are, we still haven't gone beyond the distance of love. You remember we learned earlier. We haven't lost our besulim. In that place, we're still his. We're still mesyachidim Hashem. We're still faithful to him. Vein's a It's not a stira. How could this Jew still be oimah bitzikoso? How could you tell me he's a tzaddik? And at the same time, he's covered from head to toe with filth. Ain't by mesayim. There isn't a spot on his, on his life that's not filthy. How could that be? It's true. And we need a good shower and we need a good bath. And you know what? Rebecca Mesha says sometimes sometimes the filth can only be cleaned off. Sometimes it's so ingrained that it's going to hurt. You know, when you have... The worst thing is when you have a, a, little, a little girl that comes home from school like with gum in her hair, you know? It's a bad thing. 
So you try to you try to get it out. You try to pull it out, and you put this on. You put that on. You smear all kinds of things. And it's, It hurts because it got it got embedded. It got it got stuck, and the more stuck it is, the more deeply ingrained the filth is. The harder it is to get the stain out. So it hurts. The guy you're talking Therefore, the 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 cleaning, the rinsing. Could take place. Could be with difficult and, 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 and bitter and bitter punishments. All of this is only mitzadachitzonis. And in the future, when Sidkas Yisrael when the greatness of Am Yisrael be revealed, that all these years, the reason that we picked up all of the filth was because of our searching, Ana V'Ana, Lamala Lamata, Pai V'Sham. Because she is gal osed tzidkas Yisrael v'yachlim zet esmalei rishas agoyim b'milua, and at the same time, when it will be Mizgala Tzidkas Yisrael, the Rishas Hagoyim, Hashem will say enough of the Rishas Hagoyim. So you ask, why can't Hashem reveal the Tzidkas Yisrael at any point along the way? Like how much, how, how bad does it have to get until Hashem's going to reveal the Tzidkas Yisrael? But when that happens, Oz Tevutal HaTumim in Haaretz, Then the tumor will be eradicated. So it sounds like from over here, Rabbi Yaakov is saying, is that the Seder is going to be that Akash Baruch Hu is going to say enough with the Rishas Hagoyim, enough. And Akash Baruch Hu is going to be marvel the tumor in Aretz. He's going to cast aside the Malachamavist, the Rishas Hagoyim. And then Mimela, what will be Mizgala, is what? Will be Mizgala is the Yisnoitzei Tzadar Hakodesh Yisrael. That spark of Yisrael will burst forth. Bechol Meloi, Bechol Meloi Hazahar, and all of its shining brilliance, it will explode. In other words, once the filth, the schmutz, the guilt, all that's disgusting will be peeled off, and the side of Tumma will go to Azazel. Will just descend together with the filth into Azazel. But at that moment, when the filth of the of the side streets will be taken off, then there will be Mizgala. All of its shining beauty. And suddenly the Odon that you're seeking, Melech HaMashiach, Davra Melech, Kaddish Baruch 
Pissum suddenly in a split second. Yovel Hechel Hadanashat Mavakshim Yisgalala Ein Kol will be revealed before our eyes. She is Galala Ein Kol, she called the field at the Mavakshim, comma. She is Galala Ein Kol, then it will be revealed before everyone's eyes. She called the Philosum She Yisrael, that all of our Nephilus. She called the Philosum She Yisrael, a high selling of Nashah Mavakshim Sashem. Well, only because we were Mavakish Hashem. That all the Nephilus were because of our because of Hashem. Not like the Rishas Agoy, because they were running away from God. Onami Panecha Evrach. They're trying to run away from God. I mean, I'm Yisrael's Ayim Akram Kavayda. And then the covet of Hashem will fill the entire world. So when I saw this, I, I, saw, I, I jotted down this thing that I had seen in the Sefer. That when Revol Yoshev, Zechor Levrocha, that when Revol Yoshev was very, very, was very old, which was for a long time. In the last years, I guess, he couldn't do the kind of B'dikas Chametz that he, that he would usually do. His B'dikas Chametz, he would usually go on the floor crawling around for hours. I mean, if you're ever in his Deir in Yishalayim, you don't know what's so much to do over there. But he, he'd be crawling around for hours. That's how he usually did it. And when he was already old, he couldn't do it, so he had a, he had a grandson. And the grandson would crawl around, and if Yashav would walk after holding the thing and walk after tell him to go here, look there, go here, look there. Rabbi Yashua would follow. The grandson would be the one that's crawling on the floor. At the end, at the end, by Kol Hamir, the grandson is, gets up and he's covered from head to toe with shmutz. He's dirty. There's no uh, carpeting, you know, no wall-to-wall carpeting. There's just balatot. So he's filthy. And, 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 he, uh, and he stands up there and it says that he he de- he starts very vigorously to, st- to he starts to try to clean off the the dirt. And and Rav Yosef said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Those grandson, what are you doing?" He says, "I'm cleaning off the dirt." So Yosef said, "Then I wrote it down." Rav Yosef said, "Harizah mitzvah, einzel lechloch el tseva, tseva." Beautiful story. Right. It's bedikas chamas. It's not enzelich luch. It's not dirt. The tseva. It's color, paint, color. Enzelich luch tseva. Madu karatel is a luch. He said, "Why did you call that dirt? Why did you say that?" He was saying, "What luch? Madu karatel is a luch. It's tseva. It's tseva." So we've become very colorful over the years. That's the color that we've picked. We've picked up colors in a lot of these places. We became very colorful. <coughs> it is. But the Emmas, that's not who we are. The Emmas, it's a tseva that's covering who we really are. What's right, Chazi? I understand it kind of sounds that no matter what like, pace we're going at, Mashiach's just going to come. So why should people... Even if they don't change, it's going to come and it's going to be great no matter what it is. So why, like, why should someone change? I don't know. There was a sentence here that I read that got me pretty shaken up, but maybe you missed it. Let's go over it again. The sentence was, 
a minute. Yeah. The gam yitochen sheti arachitza ide anoshem koshem umorim. That the rachitza is could the rachitza the the rinsing off could take place with anoshem koshem umorim. That's 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 hard, and, and with, through terrible terrible suffering, misery and pain. Misery and pain. So why should we even try? We, whatever we could shake off now, while being healthy and well, it saves us a lot of aggravation later on. Chutz from the fact that a person who is an Ish Emes cannot say, this is the truth, I'll worry about it later. If it's the truth, then it's the truth. And it needs to be lived right now, not some later time. So it's not a, an Indian of putting it off. Yeah. What was the definition again of the nasal Venisani and other Nasal, let us go, Venisani, and have Hanar pleasure, from this world. From Let's go have a let's go have fun in this world. Okay. So Mitchab Perik Perik Vov will continue on Khanik. Close the shot.